the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Well, good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a uh, fabulous Saturday. Um, this is Al Fadi, and you are listening to Let Us Reason. And uh, if you've been really tuning in or uh, following us in the last couple of weeks, uh, you would have uh, noticed that uh, I uh, made a shift in the focus uh, for the last few weeks. Uh, I wanted us really to dig deeper into the Word of God. Um, there is enough bad news everywhere, so uh, we need some good news. And uh, for that uh, reason, uh, we've been studying uh, the Book of Romans, and we, myself and my guest, Pastor Mark, have been going through uh, the first chapter of Romans. And uh, up until last week, we were able to finish um, almost, uh, you can say, verse 16 in the first chapter with some overview of 17. However, we are going to revisit that simply because of the depth of uh, the meaning of the Word of God in verse 16, where Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Pastor Mark, thank you so much for joining me again, uh, again brother. Al, it's great to be here with you today. So, what uh, do you have for us today related to Romans uh, chapter 1, verse 16? Well, whenever I read verse 16, it, it always strikes me, and, and I think this is a good place for us to start here today, is that the gospel is power. It's power that saves. It's power that changes people. It's not the power. It is power. And I think what this verse is telling us, Al, is that God is intimately involved in reaching the hearts of those who are perishing in order to save them. God wants to save. God wants to reach out to people. And it's so amazing that the way he does it is through his word. The message of the gospel is power. And when people hear it, it changes them. Uh, now, it, it, you have to have a believing heart. What needs to come with that, and we're going to see this in verse 17, is faith. Faith that says, you know, there really is no other answer. So I, I think this message about God's love, about his son coming, dying for us, is, is real, is true. It's the only answer that makes really any good sense. And starting from there, the gospel becomes power that changes people. Amen, brother. And uh, just to uh, reiterate, um, uh, we we did give an overview about the book, but I just want people to uh, kind of dig a little bit deeper uh, um, into the exegesis of the first chapter. Uh, from verses 1 to 7, give or take, it's almost like the introduction that Paul makes about himself and why he is writing this letter and uh, the fact that he is sent by God, our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he moves on to talk about us also being sent, and it is the central piece of this entire letter 
uh, uh, that we are talking about right now, which is verse 16. And also, you can make an argument that verses 1 to 17 of the first chapter deals with the righteousness of God, which really, it's almost, if you look at the Old Testament, it's a contrast with the law. In other words, the law of the Old Testament requiring sacrifice, now we get to the New Testament, and now it's Jesus who has given us that righteousness. It's no wonder that Paul is talking about the fact that I am not ashamed. And this is a Jew, by the way, a Jew. I mean, it's powerful when it comes from someone who is living Judaism and now is called to follow Christ. And he's saying, I'm not ashamed of this gospel. And it makes you wonder sometimes what kind of pressure Paul was getting related to his message. That's true. That's true. So starting with verse 16, it then um, Alec moves into verse 17. And, and I love verse 17. For in this, in this good news message, righteousness from God is being revealed. The, the message of, of the gospel is a message about righteousness from God. Now, when we hear that term, I would imagine a lot of our listeners maybe question what that's all about or what is this righteousness of God. I want us to focus on a couple of Old, Tas- Old Testament passages that I hope will help to explain this. But righteousness from God is God saying to us, you are right with me. Now, it's language that has to do with relationships, and you might have heard, you might hear people say that righteousness, justification, by the way, those two words in both Greek and Hebrew are really the same word. Uh, we, we have two words in English, but really the, the original languages only have righteous and justice. They're the same. So this righteousness that comes from God, it's it's God saying to you and I that in the relationship we have with him, uh, we're good. We're, we're right with him. Um, it's, we're right relationship. So it's forensic in that one is considered righteous when he meets certain claims another has on him. Now, would you admit that God has a claim on all of us? Absolutely. He made us. Absolutely. He's the creator. Absolutely, and and uh, it moves on to uh, in that direction right now in terms of his creation. Well, let's look at this verse. Let's read the whole thing together. For in this righteousness from God is being revealed out of faith into faith, just as it is written, the righteous from faith will be saved or rescued from great peril. So there's verse 17, packed with meaning, with with a message that to me is just quite amazing. I, I like how you translated it. You said, for in this righteousness. Uh, can, can you elaborate a little bit further on that? For in this righteousness from God, for in this, the, that's the message, this gospel message, this good news that Paul proclaims, righteousness from God is revealed. It's, it's made known to us. So God declaring us to be right with him is the whole point of the gospel message and the gospel message that has power to change hearts and lives. It's God's declaration that in this message is all that you need in order to be right with me. Amen. Amen. Now, <clears throat> there's, a, there's several things in this passage. It talks about, um, um, so the righteousness of God is being revealed, 
It's in the process of being revealed. It may not make sense the first time someone hears the gospel. It may, I, I think, Al, I've heard that really someone needs to hear the gospel message anywhere from five to nine times before it starts to sink in. And as believers, we should be um, very, very strong about speaking the truth of God's gospel message to others so that they can hear it. And over and over again, it'll start to make sense. In it is revealed God's righteousness of us being made right, right with him. So it's revealed out of faith. It asks you to believe something. Will you believe? Will you believe with me that God loves you, that God has a plan, he's worked that plan, he's brought that plan to us, and all he asks that we do is believe. Believe that he sent his son to become one of us, to pay the price for our rebellion, and as our representative now, as the only righteous man who's never done anything wrong, he suffered in our place. As our representative, if we will believe in him, God says, you're right with me, just like my son Jesus is right with me. What an amazing story. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because it's, uh, it seems like we're talking about the type of righteousness that is associated with salvation. It's not just looking at someone and declaring them to be a good person. No, this is a righteousness yet that you will realize each person by faith in that righteousness that was revealed. That's right. Let's look at a couple of verses. In the Old Testament, people think maybe that this message, this gospel message, really is only a New Testament message, and that in the Old Testament it was the law or somehow people were saved in a different way. But really, they weren't. Um, we're, we're, Paul quotes here at the end of the passage, he says, the righteous from faith will be saved. That's a quote out of the book of Habakkuk. But let's look at this one. Genesis 18.25 says, it's Abraham speaking to God. This is when God came down and... and Along was, with the angels and uh, for the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Exactly. And he's, he's going to go and check it out. And Abraham's concerned that if God does destroy the place because of their rebellion and sin, that maybe righteous people or good people, people who follow the Lord, might be destroyed with him. So he says to God, he says, Far be from you that the judge of all the earth shall not do what is right. It's a declaration. God is the judge. And as the judge, we expect, we hope, we believe he better it better be that God, the judge, will do the right thing. And he will. See, righteousness, it's a consistent normative action of God. He is always righteous. It can be seen, this righteousness, this picture of God as the judge allotting to each what is due to them because of what they've done, because of their relationship. It's a virtue that God has. And it includes the idea of saving action. Now, righteousness doesn't just mean penalizing, slapping you down if you mess up. It's the idea also of, of showing justice in the sense of, of uh, mercy as well. Um, it's not just carrying out the law. Now, listen to this one, Al. It's Deuteronomy 32.4. It's a declaration, again, about God. It says, The rock, his work is perfect. For all his ways are just. There's that word righteousness or righteous, just. All his ways are just, a God of faithfulness and without injustice 
Righteous and upright is he. We expect nothing else from God but what is right, what is good, what is just from him. Now, Hosea 2.19, it says this. It says, I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in loving kindness and in compassion. Here's a verse that God is speaking to his people Israel who have done nothing but rebel and sin and break the relationship, the covenant that they had with him. And he says, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in loving kindness and in compassion. Now, here's my favorite one of all in the Old Testament. Again, we're looking at passages that show us that righteousness is a gift from God. It's something he does for us. Amen. And if you're tuning in, by the way, you are listening to Let Us Reason on uh, Faith Talk Radio 1360 KPXQ. uh, KPXQ, And I am um, uh, Al Fadi and with me here in the studio, Pastor Mark, and we are discussing uh, Romans chapter 1, specifically we're dealing right now with verses 16 and 17. Go ahead, Pastor Mark. Well, Micah, uh, the book of Micah, chapter 7, verse 9 says this. Micah's speaking, and he says, I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him. And I love this. Micah recognizes that he's at fault, that when it comes to this relationship with God, he's not done as God expects and as God has wanted from him. But he says, because I have sinned against him, I will bear my indignation. And then look at the rest of this verse, Alice says, until he's going to bear his indignation before the Lord, until, it says, until he, the Lord, pleads my case and executes justice for me. That's amazing. Now, wait a minute. He's guilty. He's sinned. He's broken the relationship. And he's going to bear that indignation, that shame, that guilt because of his sin until the Lord pleads his case and executes justice for him. It says, he, the Lord, will bring me out to the light and I will see his righteousness. So we're talking the Lord here who is the judge and also the defender. Yes. Isn't that amazing? If he weren't our defender, we'd be lost. If righteousness was not something that he gives as a gift to us, not based on anything we do or say, how good looking we are or are not, nothing like that. It's a gift from the Lord where he looks at us and he declares that we are righteous. It's a gift to be, to be, we, we are given this righteousness. It's, I love this. It says, and we will see, or I will see his righteousness. God is right. God is just. God is love. God saves. And he's going to give that to me. All I have to do is believe. That's the power behind these two verses in Romans, that the gospel message is power from God to change hearts and lives. Amen. And I just want to also, um, a verse that uh, uh, was brought to my mind right now is in uh, uh, the uh, Isaiah chapter 16. When Isaiah saw the glory of God, the first thought uh, that came to his mind is, Woe to me, for I am a sinful man with unclean lips, and I live among uh, people uh, who also have unclean lips. And then the Lord is the one who basically uh, uh, removes 
his iniquity from him. So uh, despite the fact that he was standing before the judge of the universe, realizing who he was, understanding his place as a sinner before a righteous God, yet God steps in, as this also passage in Micah indicates, and he's the one who also removes our sin. And this is why this righteousness of God that will be bestowed upon us, that we will wear, is not by works. It is not something that we will do. That's why it is by faith, and it is from faith to faith. What is, I mean, if, if you can just clarify this further for our listeners about uh, from faith to faith. Well, as I looked, I appreciate that, Al. And, and as I looked at this one, uh, the way I translated it is, again, to say the verse again, for in this, the gospel, righteousness from God is being revealed out of faith into faith. Just as it is written, the righteous from faith will be saved. So out of faith into faith. It begins with faith. Out of faith, we've we've proclaimed here even today the simple message, the truth of the gospel. And it's something that you grab onto by faith. I believe that. That sounds like something God would do. And then as you walk with the Lord for the rest of your days here in this life, you continue to walk in faith. Do you have all the answers now that you're a believer and a follower of Christ, Al? I wish. I, I wish so, too. Does everything make sense? At least it's starting. It's starting to. <laughs> but we have to continue the same way we began, and that is faith. It's out of faith and into faith. Faith leads to faith. The Lord's going to take you down a journey that will require you to live by faith. You're going to be challenged. You're going to be tested. You know, I I think, Al, that what's hidden in all of this is God doesn't want us to become good doers. We should be. We should be. We should, out of our love for him, follow and listen, and our heart should be a heart that wants more than anything to obey and please our Lord. But... It's always going to be faith. And what God really wants most of all is people who will hold on to him through whatever life circumstances bring. It's out of faith and into faith. This message of the gospel, this life, this walk with God is a message that I I, I believe it's a message that always requires faith. Hold on. Trust him. Believe in him. Listen. And maybe not all the answers are there but from faith to faith or out of faith into faith. That's how we walk. Amen. And of course, uh, the passage in uh, Corinthians uh, about we walk by faith, not by sight. And uh, that's another confirmation of this. Um, you know, uh, how, how can people apply this into their daily life or their ministry or their uh, workplace uh, anything comes to mind? Well, that's a great question. I, I think remembering, first of all, that in this, what this verse is telling us is that our relationship with God is something that he initiates, and it's a gift from him. To be right with him, to be righteous, um, is, is first of all, it's a gift. 
not based on anything we've done or earned. So we shouldn't walk around through our day as if somehow we're more special than anyone else. I mean, if you want to think that you're believing the message has made you more special than anyone else, I suppose you could, but I, I don't want to. All, all I did was hear and because the power of God moved to to take away some of the hardness in this heart that I might believe, um, that's why I'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I would say it begins first, Al, with the fact that um, it's God's gift. It's always God's gift. And it's by faith. And my walk is always going to be by faith. Whatever you're going through today, this week, whatever's going to happen next week, Walk with him by faith. Amen. And of course, uh, my side of it is that um, uh, verse 16 that preceded this, that we ought not to be ashamed of this gospel Mm -hmm. out of which we receive this righteousness and uh, out of uh, which also uh, we are demanded to share it with others so that they too uh, will have faith by hearing. And hearing, as you know, is by the word of Christ. And it's a passage that comes straight out of the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 10, uh, verse 17. But uh, nevertheless, um, as I mentioned earlier when we started, and if you're tuning in, you're listening to KPXQ 1360. This is Let Us Reason, and I'm your host, Al Fadi, and with me here in the studio, Pastor Mark, and we've been talking about uh, Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. And I mentioned earlier that, um, uh, you know, some will say, uh, some commentators will uh, make this reference that verses 1 to 17 of chapter 1 deal with righteousness. In other words, why we need this righteousness. Because the case will be built now, uh, right after this, in terms of where we at without this righteousness. What is our state, basically, in terms of our sinful nature and how this righteousness will rescue us from all of this? Uh, can you set the stage for us, Pastor Mark, for what we're going to discuss next week related to verse 18? Thanks, Ala. And that, yeah, great, great idea here to get us started on this. There's a word I want us to see in verse 17 that's going to appear uh, next time in verse 18, and that's the word revealed. So the gospel message reveals um, righteousness from God. And again, righteousness is being declared that you are right with God in your relationship. So the word revealed there, I, I want us to, to get, get our hearts around this, our minds around this. God is in the process of revealing. He reveals. He, as his creation, as his people, as his image bearers, He's in the process of always trying to show, always trying to lead, always trying to bring us back. And so verse 17, he's revealing himself, his righteousness, being made right with him. And we're going to find that he, he's also revealing something else in verse 18. And it's a part that we can, we'll focus on next week. It's a part that people probably love to jump to and point their fingers at others and saying, oh, stop doing what you're doing because... Well, we'll save that for next time. But the word revealed, I just want people to note that God is always in the process of revealing himself and the truth about himself and the world he's created. Amen. And um, we really would love for you to join us um, uh, next week. But uh, here is some good news also. Um, And if um, you can share this with others as well in your network, that would be great. 
the new website for uh, my ministry, Sira, is uh, up and running. It's uh, www.sirainternational.com. One word, Sira, C-I-R-A, international, sirainternational.com. If you go there, uh, we have not only uh, teaching videos and uh, other seminars, but the entire also archive of this show, Let Us Reason, is there with descriptions, titles, and everything else. So uh, feel free to always visit that and uh, share it with others. And in there, there are links also to our uh, Facebook. I uh, would love for you to also um, like uh, our face, uh, Facebook page and uh, uh, you're welcome to make uh, also contribute or make comments on uh, some of the uh, basically, posts that we are doing. Um, once again, uh, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Let Us Reason uh, with Al Fadi, and uh, with me here, um, uh, Pastor Mark, uh, dear brother in Christ, and we've been discussing the uh, verses 16 and 17 of Romans 1. However, the exciting thing is like next week, myself and Pastor Mark will dive into now the next section of chapter 1, starting from verse 18, and we will see now why uh, the gospel of God is the gospel of righteousness that we need because this righteousness is being revealed by God for a reason. Until we meet again, have a blessed Saturday. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.